Welcome to Roadside, the podcast where we talk about the fascinating and sometimes disturbing history behind roadside attractions and unique destinations. We're your hosts. I'm Abigail. And I'm Janica. Hi, welcome to Roadside. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting news. Very exciting. Audible is our new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. I'm so excited about this because I listen to audiobooks all the time. Same. And Audible has audiobooks. They have thousands of audiobooks. They have podcasts. So this is like super exciting and something that I use all the time. Yeah, I'm very excited about it because I don't really read physical books. I only really listen to audiobooks. Yeah, same. (laughs) Because my ADHD won't allow it. So I need to be doing something while I'm listening to this audiobook. Yeah. So I've used Audible for everything. Yeah. And I've been, oh my gosh, I don't even know how long I've been using Audible. I know. And I, I drive to, you know, to work or trips or wherever and listen to Audible. And recently, well, I say recently because it was recently, but this is literally every year. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the audiobook Skipping Christmas by John Grisham. Have you ever listened to that one? I don't know if I've ever, I don't think I've ever listened to that. So that book is the... Oh, that's the uh, one that's the Christmas with the Cranks. Yes, yes. Yeah. Chris- Christmas with the Cranks is based on Skipping Christmas. Cool. Yeah, I had to listen to it again because I do every single year. So anyway. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. Yes, me too. I was shocked that this was going to be our first sponsor. <laughs> okay, so I got the email. I, I put in the request. They took like 10 days. They reviewed it. And then I had to FaceTime Abigail because I wanted to see her face (laughs) when I told her. And she was so excited. Like, I was love audiobooks. (laughs) You know, I was expecting our first sponsor to be like, you know, like something small that people might not have heard about trying to get popularity. But then you were like, oh, it's audible. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh, just casual. Just casual. just casual. Yeah. Just casual, like something we use pretty much daily. Yeah, every day for, you know, yeah. the past however many years. Right. So I'm very excited. Besides being a sponsor for our show, which is exciting. Yeah. But anybody that uses our link will get a 30-day free trial to Audible. Whoop, whoop. And, and our link is audible.com slash roadside. Audible.com slash roadside. If you don't use it yet. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm just really excited. (laughs) If you don't use Audible yet, now's your opportunity because you'll get a free 30-day trial. And if you can think of a book, they probably have it because they have thousands, thousands of titles. But all right. So yay. Yay, Audible. (laughs) How was your week? My week was pretty good. I've been working all week, which, you know, is what it is. Yeah. But I worked a double yesterday. So in case you don't know, I'm a server. I'm a waitress. Yeah. And in my town, yesterday was the university's graduation. Oh, okay. Oh, you were probably busy then. Yeah. And and on top of it, it was also the local high school's winter formal. Oh, yeah. You were really busy. And I I worked a double yesterday. So... I was slammed. I bet. But every all of my tables were so nice. Oh, good. Which is rare. <laughs> but everyone was so nice. And I even had one table. It was a table of like 20 people. And 
a bunch of them like at the end they were all like you did such a good job like you're probably the best waitress we've ever had and i was like oh that just like made my night you know they were just so nice they were so nice shout out to you guys if you're listening i love that they were so nice what about you mom tell me everything my week has been kind of chaotic because i don't know how i did not realize this Uh, but christmas is only a week away Yeah, it is. I normally have Christmas shopping done. Black Friday is usually my last day of shopping. Mm -hmm. And I had not even started. Yikes. So I spent one whole day and then another night just Christmas shopping so I could get it all done. Right. And then last night, I was like, oh, it's time to start wrapping. And you know what I traditionally have. Oh, I know what time it is. (laughs) I know what time it is. It is twilight time. Twilight time. It's twilight time. I just, today on Snapchat, I opened my Snapchat and I got a memory um, from a year ago today that Ryan and I were sitting on my bedroom floor watching Twilight wrapping Christmas presents. Yep. So this is a tradition in our family somehow. Yep. I, I don't know how this started. I don't but either. me, Abigail, and my mom, her grandma, when we wrap presents, we watch Twilight. Yep. That's how it goes. <laughs> So then after I wrapped, I got some wrapped last night and I watched all of Twilight and then I started New Moon. That's exciting. Today I sat down. Yeah. Today I sat down and wa- wrapped a little bit more and then I did some sewing. So I've paused it because I, I've got to do some more wrapping. So then I'll, I'll finish New Moon. Cool. I have to do my wrapping too. I just bought a bunch of Christmas presents and I'm very excited. Yay. Yeah. It's only a week away. It's crazy. I know. A couple of things that I want to talk about before we get into our episode here. Mm-hmm. First, I wanted to make a correction on the five haunted lighthouses. Oh, The Yaquina Head Lighthouse, I said it, the light shined out 19 feet. It's actually 19 miles. Yeah, so I actually caught that. Did you? When we were recording. Oh. And I just, I don't know why I didn't say anything. Because I was like, oh, yeah, and like 19 feet. Yeah, because I always, I edit it. And I don't know how I didn't catch it when I was editing it. But I was editing it. And then after I posted it, I guess I went and listened to it. And, um, oh, I know why. Because <laughs> I was going back and listening to parts of our previous episodes. And I'll tell you why in a second. Because oh, I was trying yes. to find. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> I was. Yes. I was trying to find specific things that we had talked about. And then I realized that I said 19 feet. And I was like, that's not right. That doesn't sound right. That's shorter than my house. Yeah. It's long. <laughs> so I was like, it's got to be miles. So I went and looked. I was like, oh, yeah, it's miles. And later on in the episode, I did say that another lighthouse, which I think was Hasita Head, was 21 miles. And I was like, okay, noted. Correction. So I just figured I'd make that correction in case anybody else caught it and was like, what? Yeah, it's actually only 19 feet. So it's really not that helpful of a lighthouse. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That would be awful. That would suck. (laughs) That would be the worst lighthouse ever. Yeah. So the reason that I was going through these episodes is because we now also have Patreon. So you can become a patron and we have five different levels and I was trying to find specific specific things that we talked about in each of our not each of our episodes, but in some of our episodes, so that we could have fun names because I didn't want just like level one, level two. Yeah. So here's our membership levels, and we would absolutely they're so fun. <laughs> we would absolutely love your support, and we would love if you share your love of our podcast. If you would, uh, oh oh, do the giveaway. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. 
So our levels, and these could change because as this is only episode eight that we're doing right now. So as we grow, hopefully we'll be able to add more to this. So the first level is a ride in the britches buoy. A ride in the britches buoy. (laughs) If you don't know what that means, you got to go back and listen to the lighthouse episode. Listen to it. Listen to it. (laughs) So this one's $5 a month and you will get a shout out on an episode and then you will be tagged in our socials. So if you're joining that one, Mm -hmm. make sure, actually, if you're joining any of them, make sure that we know what your socials are so that we can tag you because these all include that, but it just gets better each level. Yes. So then you also will get an annual birthday shout out on our podcast. Love it. And you'll get invite only access to our Discord community, which if you don't know, because I didn't know until I started doing this, it's basically like a private chat group of only people that we allow in. Yeah. You have to be a, a member in order to get into that group. A member in the VIP club. Yeah. <laughs> We're that cool. So the second level is the Corn Palace Royalty Court. Corn Palace Royalty Court. That is a court I want to be a part of. Well, I am the queen. I'm the corn queen, remember? Can I be the corn princess? Of course. You're my daughter. You have to be the princess. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But we also want other members of our royalty court. So yes, we 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 want them there. We do. So if you are a member of the royalty court, you will get all of the above that came with the the ride in the britches buoy, but you're also going to get an exclusive roadside sticker. Yeah, stickers. Anybody that's below this level, which means the people that are in the britches buoy or people that are not a patron will not get that exclusive sticker. It is only for you. Exclusive. That's what it means. Well, you and you and above. Yes. All right. So third level is the gates of hell. Ooh. It's not as scary as it sounds. <laughs> I promise. Just go listen to the first episode. The Lent Mansion and episode. You'll know. Yeah, Lemp Mansion. Yeah. That one's $20 a month. Again, you're going to get everything from the previous two levels. Plus, you get a monthly live Google Meet with myself and Abigail. Yeah. And we'll just talk about whatever. That'd be so cool. I would love to talk to some people. I know. It'd be so fun. Okay, fourth level is the Footless Casket Dweller. Footless Casket Dwellers. (laughs) Which is freaky. Go listen to the Lizzie Borden episode. Yep. That one's $50 a month, which, you know, thank you if that's the level that you choose, because that's amazing. So you get everything from above and also an exclusive roadside tote bag. Ooh, a tote bag. Yes. I love that. I want a tote bag. Well, I don't know if I should let you have this one. Oh. It's exclusive. Hey, I'm, I, I am a host (laughs) on this podcast. I should get a tote bag. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. We can fight over this later. (laughs) and our last level is a castle builder castle builder the most important one yes so go listen to the bishop's castle episode episode two two. jim built the castle hundred dollars a month for this one and if you choose this level oh my god i'm just blown away we would love you forever yes i mean we'll love all of you forever but yeah that would just be amazing so this level gets you everything above plus an exclusive roadside t-shirt and exclusive voting rights on future episodes and merch design. That's the big one. That's the big one. That's the big one. Yep. Because we want to know what you think. Yes. I mean, we want to know what you think anyway, but, you know. Yes. If, if you want voting rights, 
that's your level. Yes. That's so exciting. It is exciting. I love that we have that. All right. So that's all of my updates before we get on to this. I am so ready. I don't know what you're doing. I know you don't. Or do I? Nope, you don't. Okay. I didn't even put it on our list. Oh, really? Well, one of them might be on the list. One of them. Here we go. Let's get into it. Last week, Mm -hmm. we had a pretty traumatizing episode. Yeah, sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry. It could have been more traumatizing. But I know I, it could have, and thank thank you for saving us from that. You're welcome. I am your savior, indeed. But I did say that I was going to lighten it up a little bit. Okay, I'm ready. So I'm going to lighten it up a little bit. We're just going to start this. There's no trigger warning. There's no murder. There's no true crime. Okay? Okay. <laughs> you sound so <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> I like the true crime ones. I know, I know, but sometimes we just got to cleanse the palate and do yeah, something fun. I guess. Okay? Okay. And I I think you're going to like this one. I probably will. Okay. So earlier in the show, I mentioned that I listened to Skipping Christmas, which inspired Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. So we are talking about Christmas movie houses. Oh. Yeah. I love it. That's exciting. I know. And we've been to one. We have been to one, and we're going to talk we about have. it. All yes. All right. So first, we're going to start with Christmas with the Cranks. As terrible of ratings that this movie has, I love it, and I watch it every year. And one of my... I know. She loves it. <laughs> one of my very favorite Christmas songs is also in this movie, which I can't think of the name of right now. What is that? Last Christmas, I gave you my that the very next day no shut up (laughs) (laughs) i hate that song (laughs) so mom hates the song last christmas she do i do i do hates it with a passion i don't know why because it's a great song it is not and it doesn't matter who sings it but i mean the worst version is wham but literally, oh God, even if it's Taylor Swift singing it, no, it's an immediate skip. Alexa knows she does not play her. that song in my house. You can't stand Ridiculous. Taylor Swift? No, you. Oh, I can't you stand. You and your freaking Last Christmas. I can't stand the song. Ridiculous. It's dumb. Anyway. It's great. Anyways. One of my favorite Christmas. We argue about this every year. <laughs> One of my favorite Christmas songs from Christmas with the Cranks and why I couldn't remember the name is beyond me because it's literally called Christmas Song. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, it's by the Ravenettes. Anyway, great song. Yes, it is it a up. good song. Okay. It is a very good song. So Christmas with the Cranks was filmed in 2004 and it starred Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. Classics. And a bunch of other people. Yes. But we're going to get into the history of the house that is in the movie that is on Hemlock Street. Okay. The production team for Christmas with the Cranks scoured the Chicago neighborhoods because this is supposed to take place in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They searched through 15 different neighborhoods to try and find the look they were going for and to try to find the look they were going for and something that would match what the book and the movie, you know, the theme or the aesthetic to it. Right. They couldn't find anything. They did have one location that they were thinking of using, but ultimately they decided not to. And their reasons were threefold. So after looking at 15 different neighborhoods, they couldn't find one that was going to work. So the production designer, Gareth Stover, convinced the team to build the neighborhood. Oh, I think I've heard of this before. 
they had they did this for three reasons. One, they could control how it looked because they couldn't find exactly what they wanted in Chicago. Two, they could control when it snowed. True. Or or when it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and three, they would have to move all of these families out of their homes for three months it's if true. they used an actual neighborhood. And house them. Yes, exactly. The three months that they were filming was over Easter, and they didn't want to be moving all these families out of their houses for that period of time over Easter. Right. How thoughtful. Yeah. So they decided to build this whole street on an empty 80-acre parking lot in Downey, California. Okay. Wait, 80-acre parking lot? Yes. That's fucking huge. Yeah, it is. It's just a parking lot. Well, this is why. It formerly belonged to Boeing. Okay. So they had a lot of need for space because, you know. Airplanes. Their aircrafts are fairly large. Yeah, planes can get pretty big. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So they built 17 houses. Four of these were full houses, inside and outside, completely built to code. Wow. Yeah. The other 12 were just the front of the houses. Four of these houses you see in the film, inside of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. And the, and the rest, you don't go into anybody's house, so they only built the fronts of the houses. But this way, they were also able to build, build the inside in order for their filming crew to be able to move around. Right. Because a lot of times, you can't get in, you can't bring a whole film crew into someone's bedroom, you know? Right. It cost $5 million to build this set. Goddamn. And 13 weeks to design and build it. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, it said they had hundreds of construction workers and roofers and landscapers and, yeah, crazy. They wanted it to look like it was an 80-year-old neighborhood. So they didn't put in any sidewalks and they kind of beat up the curbs so that the curbs and things like that would look like they were old and not brand new poured concrete. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like an 80-year-old neighborhood, not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. It looks new. I guess it does. Well, you know... I guess maybe they renovated. Who knows? That's just what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they took some old trees that were about to be cut down that were like 40 feet tall and replanted them. Oh, wow. Yeah. But then because it's in California and it's supposed to be in Chicago between Thanksgiving and Christmas, they had to hand pick all the leaves off of those trees. <laughs> oh. Because it's supposed to be the middle of winter. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes into movies that I just don't even think about. Yeah, me neither. Handpick the leaves. Yeah, I guess. Imagine that's your job. Right. Oh, yeah, would you just climb up in that tree and just, like, take all the leaves off, please? Yeah. Yeah. Just casual. Just undress that tree. Yeah. Then they brought in a bunch of evergreen trees as well and planted those. This was another reason they chose a parking lot is because they didn't have to worry about mud if it rained or anything like that. So they could just lay down sod, make it look like fresh, nice grass, throw some fake snow Mm -hmm. on it. You know, they don't have to worry about if it rains, it's going to be a mess. Right. They did have to build the back of a couple houses and then they put those on wheels. And then that way, if you, if there's a scene where it's looking between two houses, you would see the back of another house just like you would in a neighborhood. Right. But then they could move that around so that they could use it for multiple shots. And I think one of the articles said it was painted like a green screen so they could basically change oh, that's what cool. the back of that house looked like. Yeah. Yeah. 
That way it doesn't look the same every time. Yeah. So you cannot visit this because unfortunately it was leveled Aww. in 2012. I know. But because it was due to an incline in revenue, they would rent it out for other filming locations. So it did get a little bit of other use to it. Okay. But then they turned it into a mall. Oh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> if you go to, and I, I have this in the show notes, if you go to IamNotAStalker.com. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Her name is Lindsay. Uh, didn't give a last name. It didn't give a picture or anything, but she's an aspiring actress and she goes to all these different filming locations. So she had a lot of great pictures of when it was there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And she just wants to make it known that she's not a stalker. Yeah, I think that's funny because she also like goes and takes pictures of celebrities' houses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Before I go to the next one, I'll just say... I found four other things, <laughs> they're not all movies or I'd say movies, that were filmed using this location. Pineapple Express, which I've never seen, but it's Angie's never house. Heard and of they, that. Me neither. They even had like a side-by-side -side comparison. And on Pineapple Express, they used the Crank's house, but they put a front porch on it. So it does look a little bit different in the front. But then inside, they showed like the kitchen's the same, the pillars in the dining room are the same. So they used that same house. So that's good. It was reused. Yeah. It was used for an episode of 24, which I've also never seen. Never heard of it. Oh, you haven't? Mm-mm. Oh, I guess maybe it's not on the air. I mean, I never watched it, so I don't keep track, but... It was also used as the childhood home of Sam and Dean in the pilot of Supernatural. <gasps> really? Yes. That's wild. I haven't seen that, but I've really been wanting to watch it because I love Jensen Ackles. You should watch it. Yeah. I think, I think I would, you'd like I think, it. I think I would too. Yeah. I'll watch it with you. Okay. And my personal favorite, which I have seen this, is it was the featured in the 2009 music video of Paranoid by the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah. I love the Joe Bros. Yeah. In our show notes, one of them will actually show you like the side by side pictures of the Pineapple Express. And you can also click to go to the Jonas Brothers video and look at the That's cool. background. Yeah. Nice. So that's Christmas with the Cranks. Unfortunately, you cannot visit that one anymore. Sad. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about the one that you and I went to. Yay. Which is a Christmas story house. A Christmas story. Ralphie's house. We went on a trip, a road trip, to Canada. Yep, when I graduated. The whole clubhouse just shook. Did I move? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you been seeing this AI thing on TikTok where people are finding ghosts in their house? <laughs> yes, I have. I think it's hilarious. I love it. It's so funny. Anyway, so we went up to Niagara Falls and we did a road trip. We kind of made a loop when went up through Michigan and then came down through New York and then across to through Ohio back to St. Louis. I forgot that we went through New York. Yeah, very barely, but yes. Very briefly, but. Yeah. I didn't even know this existed until we started looking at different things to do on our way home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Christmas Story House. I don't know who else might not know this exists, but I now have a, a magnet of it on my fridge. It was pretty cool to see. Yeah. It was. And it's got some pretty interesting history. Oh, let me hear Not, it. Well, I will, I will say this. I really couldn't find any history about it before the movie. Okay. Which I was kind of disappointed because I thought 
maybe there was something, but anyway, A Christmas Story is filmed, was filmed or released in 1983, but it is set in the 1940s. Right. Built in 1895, this house is located at 3159 West 11th Street in Cleveland, Ohio. That's an old house. Yes, it is. It's probably haunted. So that was, (laughs) it might be. Like I said, the movie was released in 1983. In 1988, so five years after it was released, Brian Jones, who is a mega fan of of A Christmas Story, he at the time was an aspiring Navy pilot, but he failed his vision test, so he was unable to fulfill that dream. Okay. To cheer him up, his parents sent him a leg lamp. Okay. <laughs> so Brian's this going. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian saw this as an opportunity, just like light bulb in the head moment, and just said, I'm gonna start making leg lamps. So he did. Oh, okay. He started making leg lamps and selling them online. Nice. In 2004, his wife, who knew that he was a mega fan, saw a link on eBay and sent it to him as a joke of the Christmas story house being for sale. Oh, my God. And he bought it sight unseen for (gasps) $150,000. I would be pissed if I was that (laughs) wife. Oh, I'm sure it had to be a discussion. I was hoping it was a discussion. It didn't I would say, hope so. It didn't say he clicked on it and bought it immediately. I did actually look at the original eBay link. If you go to a com, there's so much cool stuff on there. So I'd recommend going and just looking at it because it's just, it's kind of fun. It's the original link, it started the listing at 99000 So he had mm-hmm. to have bid on it. Right. But won it, I guess, for $150,000. Uh, so hopefully they talked about that because, damn, that's a, that, that's a lot. That'd be a problem. Yeah. He spent two years renovating it and opened it to the public Thanksgiving weekend in 2006. Okay. It is now an interactive hands-on experience, which we got to do. Yeah. It's not like, for example, if you go, whoever's been there, if you go to the Abraham Lincoln house, you can't touch anything. You just walk through, a tour guide tells you everything. Right. That's that's kind of the same with like a lot of historical houses. Correct. Well, not a Christmas story house. Now, granted, this was not the actual chair that Abraham Lincoln sat in. Right. <laughs> Wasn't even the actual chair that Ralphie sat in because this guy just renovated it and right. bought this stuff. All but it's stuff. still fun. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to have that experience because you don't normally get to do that. Yeah. Opening weekend, it had 4,500 guests. And now, annually, they get 80,000 guests. Wow. Yeah. I was like, whoo, that's a lot. That is a lot. So a lot of people apparently do know about it. It was really cool when we went. I'm trying to find the pictures that we took at the house. Well, if you find them, we can talk about those in a second. We can post them, too. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. Oh, I found it. Okay. little yellow house with the green. Yes. Leg lamp in the window. Yep. In 2000, there's a picture of me under the under the kitchen sink where his brother was oh. sitting. Stop. I'll post that one. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bring that up again in a minute. Okay. <laughs> so Brian purchased Brian Jones, the guy that bought mm-hmm. this. He also ended up purchasing the three houses across the street and turned it into a museum and a gift shop. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, remember they were all connected, so they were combined yeah. together. It wasn't individual houses. And then, I don't know if you remember this, 
But in 2018, which is the year we went there, mm-hmm. he had just purchased the Bumpus's house next door. Oh, I don't remember, Do you remember that. them. T- yeah, I remember the tour guide telling us that. Now, like, that's open now as an Airbnb. Like, oh, they, cool. Two, two levels. You can stay in the top or the bottom. Yeah. In 2016, Jones realized how much this was affecting the neighborhood. Mm, okay. So many cars when you got 80,000 mm-hmm. people visiting annually. And he was... And this is just like a neighborhood that people yeah, are trying to live in. Yeah. This is an actual street yeah. that people live on. So, you know, you've got next door neighbors and all this traffic is coming in and all of this. So in 2016, Jones started a Christmas Story House Foundation. And all of this money is used to help restore the neighboring homes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. A neighbor, if they need new windows or concrete or whatever, they apply for a grant through this foundation, and then they can get those funds to help keep the whole neighborhood up to, up to date. Oh, that's really cool. That's good of him that he did that. Yeah, I like that. Inside the house, like I said, it was interactive. You can go in, you see the leg lamp. Yes. Yes. I have a picture of that. Yes. We have, we have a picture of us standing next to that, and it's hanging up in my dining room. <laughs> yes, it's very nice. You can also see the Fragili crate. Yes. <laughs> you had some pictures. What were your pictures? Um, so I have a picture of the house, a couple of the leg lamp, and I have one of the, like, remember the the plug in the wall that, like, shocked and, like, blew the fuse and everything? <gasps> oh, I forgot about that. I didn't even see With, that like, in all there. all the plugs You're in right. it. Yeah, I yeah. took a picture of it. I forgot about that. That's funny. I have a picture of the boys' room. I have a picture of... The bathroom and the little notebook that he wrote the be sure to drink your Ovaltine in. Yeah, you can decode the decode a secret message when you're in there. I know. And, and you can see the soap that Ralphie gets his mouth washed out with. Yep. I have a nice picture of their living room. Yeah. And then, oh my god, I have this picture of me under the sink in the kitchen. Oh yeah, where Randy hid. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is. You I look also- really sad in this picture. Oh. <laughs> It's like a fake sad. It's a fake. Well, of course it's a fake sad. We were having a great time. Yeah, we were having a good time. You can also hold the Red Reader. You can also hold the Red Rider BB gun. Oh, yeah. And pick up the bowling ball that dad got. And there was a phone. And I don't remember what was on the phone. But wasn't it a recording of something? I have. I don't remember that at all. I think it was when Ralphie got in trouble. And she was calling the other kid's mom. And you could hear the recording of her talking. Oh, yeah. And the, like, the neighbor's mom, like, screaming at her kid in the background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just all set up like the house. There's a bunch of framed pictures of the family around the house as well. It was a really cool experience. Yeah. And then outside is a 1938 Oldsmobile, which is what his dad drove. And uh, there's also an mm-hmm. old fire truck, which is also featured in the movie. So if you want to visit. Very cool recommend yeah it, it was it's just a cool experience i mean yeah we were driving through there so it was just something fun to stop and see and i i am not a person obsessed with this movie but i know a lot of people absolutely love it and watch it every year but even for me somebody i mean i've seen it obviously several times but it was just a fun experience so somebody who like loves this movie i think it would just be a great place to go it's like me seeing all the twilight things you know like yeah very exciting (laughs) i feel like we watch this movie every year oh it's always on i think papa always turns it on because i think it runs like yeah papa papa loves it i think it it runs 24 hours on christmas eve or christmas day or something like that on tbs so probably i think it's always always on somewhere it's a classic yeah if you want to visit 
It's open year-round, seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. They do have extended holiday hours, so I think it's between Thanksgiving and New Year's. They do guided tours that are an hour long, and they run every 15 minutes. If I remember correctly, now it's been four years, but we, we did a guided tour because I really think that's all you could do. But it wasn't a guided tour like other guided tours. They told you things, they answered questions, but they kind of just let you walk around and look at everything. Yeah, I remember that. It wasn't like they stopped and give you the whole history on something because they're right. you've seen it in the movie, you know what it is, you know. Like walking backwards through the house type thing. It's not like that. Yeah. Across the street, as I said, is the museum. They found the original Red Ryber. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> they purchased the original Red Ryder BB gun at an auction for $10,000. Wow. Yeah. Like the one that they actually used in the movie? Yeah. And now it didn't say what year they purchased it, but it's like it's in a glass case. I don't remember that when we were there. I don't either. I'm thinking they that was purchased within the last four years. Yeah. But I couldn't find a date on it. I don't know. Right. They have so much memorabilia that it's rotated because they can't put it all out at once. Really? But the one thing they do not have, can you guess? Hold on, let me think. I don't know. Ralphie's pink bunny outfit. (gasps) They don't have that? No, because Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie, Mm -hmm. actually owns it. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's cool. (laughs) So in, in one of the articles, it was like, So, Peter, we'd like to buy it or even borrow it from you if you're out there. (laughs) Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Like, put it on loan or something. Yeah. And then the gift shop. Oh, my gosh. There's... That gift shop was enormous. It was. I remember it. the amount of leg lamp things... And you can go online and buy all this stuff, too. So, if you want to go to their online shop and you don't want to make a trip, go to a christmasstoryhouse.com, shop online. They have everything you can imagine as a leg lamp, including leg lamps. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the big, the biggest leg lamp, I think it said, was 50 inches tall. So it's like the size that's in the movie, and it's $300. Wow. Do you remember asking the lady about that? No. Because I remember you asking, do people really buy that? And she's like, we sell hundreds every year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. They had them down from like a nightlight size up to every size imaginable up to the largest size Mm -hmm. you could also get the leg lamp as a cookie cutter (laughs) on a mug on a shot glass socks shirts literally anything you can imagine pretty much they did sell or they do sell bunny suits bb guns and an entire village of houses and characters oh like the little like christmas houses that people do yeah yeah that's cool yeah i've always liked those as I said earlier, you can stay in the Bumpus's house next door, two levels, the first floor, the second floor, they're, they're each their own Airbnb, essentially. There's really not scenes inside of the Bumpus house, so no. Brian Jones just kind of tried to make it look as how he thought the Bumpuses would be based on what he knew from them for the movie. Okay. And I didn't really even see any pictures of that because I was focusing on this one. Right. You can also, though, stay in the Christmas Story House. Really? Yep. You can stay overnight in the loft area, and you will be sleeping in replica beds of Ralphie and Randy. That's cool. Yeah. If you stay there, you have the whole upstairs, the loft area during your time. Mm -hmm. Then 
when they're not open, you have free reign of the whole house, but you the stipulation is they open at 10, so then you have to leave. I think you can check in when they close for the day, and then you, once they're closed, then you can have like free reign, but then you have to leave when they're open. A couple little fun facts that I found about this. Mm-hmm. So Lego Ideas, if you don't know, is a website where people can submit their Lego ideas and get something built. And several versions of the Christmas Story house has been built and put up there. Mm-hmm. And you have to reach 10,000 votes before it can be considered by Lego. And one of these versions did get 10,000 votes, but it did not get approved by Lego. Oh, why? I don't know. That's stupid. Yeah. Listen up, Lego. It's time. Yeah. Now, here's your big opportunity. Okay. This house is currently for sale. Oh! <gasps> He's selling it? Yep. He is selling it. Wow. It include Yeah. It did not list a price because it's listed as commercial property. And I didn't want to be on the phone with a commercial yeah. real estate agent this morning because I was just studying today. It includes the museum. Of course, it includes the mm-hmm. house. The museum, the gift shop, Bumpus's house, additional rental property, and a few parking lots. Wow. That's going to be expensive. Yeah, I'm assuming. But if you want to buy it, there you go. I will not be buying it. Well, I won't either. I'm good. <laughs> I won't either. Now it's time for my favorite of the three. Okay. Any guesses on what my favorite of the three is? Is it something from White Christmas? No, I wish. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Home Alone. Ah, Home Alone. I should have known. <laughs> All right, the Home Alone house. That's a cool-ass house. It is. It's huge. It is. This movie was released in 1990. And if you don't know, stars Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern. Yep. Also, I found several people who did not realize that Catherine O'Hara, who plays Macaulay Culkin's mom, is what's-her-face in Schitt's Creek. What's-her-face? The mom. The mom from Schitt's Creek? Really? Yes! Oh, I didn't know that either. What's her name? (sighs) Moira. Moira! Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Kevin's mom! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah! She looks so different. I know she does. Yep. This house is located at 671 Lincoln Avenue in Winnetica, Illinois, which is about 15 to 20 miles from Chicago. Mm-hmm. This is a John Hughes film, which pretty much every John Hughes film takes place in Chicago. I didn't know it was a John Hughes film, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yep. It is a Georgian style built in 1920 with a two-car detached garage. Damn. 1920. Yeah. That's not as old as the Christmas Story House, but still, 1920. That's almost 100 years old. It is 100 years old now. Oh my gosh, it is. 102. Yeah. Okay. This is where I got a little confused because I saw several different sizes of this house. So I'm just going to give you what I found. Okay. From the several different sources, it is approximately 4,200 to 5,300 square feet. That's like 1,100 square feet. That's a big difference. Yeah. I also read that it was a four-bedroom, a five-bedroom, and a six-bedroom house, so I don't know. (laughs) And I read that it had anywhere from three and a half to six bathrooms. Okay. Yeah, that's all over the place. I could see the floor plans, though, and if you look at the floor plans... There's definitely four bedrooms upstairs. Mm-hmm. However, on the main floor, I guess there's a couple rooms that maybe at one time, instead of being an office or a study or whatever, it was a bedroom. So maybe that's where the maybe. confusion is. I, I don't know. 
It does sit on a half an acre lot. That was the same across the board. And then the estimates of how much it's worth today was the same across the board, which is about $2.2 million. Damn. It is a, I always remember like watching it as a kid and being like, damn, that house is huge. Being like, (laughs) they must be rich, rich. Yeah. So it last sold in March of 2012 for 1.5 million. So 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. It was featured in 1974 in the Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. It's kind of cool. For a kitchen renovation where they added an island. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1988, location manager Jocelyn Buxbaum approached the owners, who at the time were Cynthia and John Abendsheen, hope I'm saying that right, and asked them about filming an upcoming movie called Uncle Buck. Oh. Which, if you've not seen Uncle Buck, stars John Candy and Macaulay Culkin. Hmm. Yeah. They didn't end up using this location. Right. But they came back a year and a half later and asked about Home Alone. They told the owners, hey, this is going to take us about six weeks. Would you let us use your house for six weeks? It ended up taking like four to five months. Oh. Yeah. Well. Originally, the owners moved into an apartment that the production team put them in, but they only Mm -hmm. lived there for a a few nights. And then they ended up turning their upstairs into their own temporary apartment Because they were not filming anything upstairs. Oh, okay. That works. Yeah. So their daughter, Lauren, at the time was in kindergarten. Oh. And, oh, yeah. And she, her stories were cracking me up. (laughs) She's only five years old at this time. Mm Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin would use her room to study because he was in school Mm -hmm. and he had to have a tutor on set. And then she would play with his little brother, Kieran, who's also in the movie. Oh, cute. The one with the big glasses? Yeah, the one with the big glasses yeah. that wets the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Upstairs in their own little apartment area, they had a mini fridge and a hot plate, things like that, mm-hmm. just so that they could live live up there, essentially. But Lauren, when she would come home from school, she would go to, like, the cruise food area and get some – she'd fill up a coffee cup and, like, throw candy and stuff. Oh. <laughs> they said that – they kind of all got to know each other because they were always they were in their house for right. like four to five months, you know. That's really cute. Yeah. She also said that she got to watch them film the scene of Kevin sledding down the stairs. Oh, really? I love that scene. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, which was actually a stunt double. Oh. And they had to specifically guide the sled because as we have always noticed, if you slide down those stairs, you're going straight into a wall. Oh, yeah. Like, if you actually look at the view. And so interviewer asked her, did you ever try to slide down the stairs? She's like, no, because I'd go straight into the wall. Yeah, she's smart. She knows. (laughs) But she would send her Cabbage Patch Kid down on the sled. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a little bit safer. Yeah, I just thought it was so cute. She's like, oh, look at my Cabbage Patch Kid. It is. That would be so cool to tell people later on in life. Yeah, I grew up in the... In the Home Alone house, and I got to watch all of it happen, and that would be so cool. Yeah. There's a couple things where, since the family was there, that they had to be cautious of. So one of the things was, Lauren said whenever she'd cross somewhere in her room, like 
in front of a window, she'd have to duck an army crawl across the floor because they couldn't have their shadows in the windows right. if they were filming an outside scene. Yeah. And then the scene when Kevin reunites with his mom, mm-hmm. John, the owner of the house, he had come home and his car got stuck. But he just left his car there in the tracks and... <laughs> They, they were like, ah, we'd, we've been waiting for snow and now it's all ruined with these tracks. Oh. So they had, to reposi- <laughs> they had to reposition their cameras so that they wouldn't get any of the tracks in the shot. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That must have been such a hassle. Yeah. About a year after the film came out, three to four hundred visitors would come by. Wow. So they were constantly having visitors. Yeah. The owners at the time said sometimes people did not. They said a lot of people would just like stand on the sidewalk, but some people did not have much respect. Mm-hmm. So some would just come up and knock. <sighs> and then some would literally just start walking around their yard. Dude, what the hell? Yeah. They said around Halloween time, their house would get egged and teepeed. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And this is the shittiest one. Oh, God. One time, somebody took a full cake and smashed it into their screen door. Ew. And she said it just left all that icing in the screen door mm-hmm. that had to be cleaned. Like, who would do that? I don't know. People suck. And why? That's so stupid. Yeah, what the, what the hell? Like, they're just people living there just trying to live. Right. Like, just because it was in a movie doesn't mean you can vandalize it. Exactly. But she said for the most part, they actually met some really nice people. They met people from other countries. And she said many of the people that they met were Make-A-Wish recipients. Oh, really? Yeah, which I thought was really sweet. There's a little kid says, I want to go see the Home Alone house. That's so cool. Yeah. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. So then they were approached again for Home Alone 2. They were still living there. Mm-hmm. They, they actually ended up living there for 25 years. I think it was oh, 20. Nice. Oh, yeah. For about 25 years. The Abend Sheens took all the money that they got for Home Alone 2 and donated it to a homeless shelter. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that nice? These are the nicest people in the world. I know. They're so nice. I know. Most of the interior shots were actually filmed in an abandoned high school nearby. Oh. In the film, when they're filming basically in the foyer with the stairs, all Mm -hmm. of that is filmed inside the house. And then there are some other shots that are inside the house. But there were a lot of places they couldn't get a whole film crew into. Right. One of those being the kitchen, because remember that scene when everybody's in the kitchen? Uh huh. They couldn't have all those people in there, plus the film crew. So a lot of those, they just built a replica for of it inside this high school. And in the movie, you'll see in the kitchen, there's a staircase that goes up. So it's like a back staircase. That's not in the Uh real house. Yeah. But that's just for the movie. There was also not a tree house there. They built a tree house at the house and then took it down. Oh, should have left it for the daughter. <laughs> there was also no steps that went to the basement from the outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had to get a backhoe in there and dig out to make a staircase and then a fake door. So when Marv's going down to the basement that way, mm-hmm. he has somewhere to fall. So after they filmed, they had to fill it all back in with sod and dirt and everything. And That's crazy. Yeah, the owner said you wouldn't even even have known they ever done it because they just left it like it was before. Right. So the crews came in after they said, yes, you can go ahead and use our house. The crews came in and decorated everything. They put up all the Christmassy wallpaper that you see because you'll notice. Like, I have noticed mm-hmm. this watching this movie. Everything is red and green. I know. The, like, wallpaper is like poinsettias. 
the countertop is green and then, you know, the towels are red or whatever the case is, like everything yeah. is red and green. So they had to come in and completely redecorate everything to make it all very Christmassy. Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Around 2016, the people that currently live there put up a fence because people did not respect the privacy. Yeah. You can no longer walk up to the house, which good on them because that's rude of people doing that. I mean, yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. People, she, they said the people that are living there now, which there wasn't much that, that they talked about or that I didn't really see any kind of interviews with them except saying that people would just walk up and start looking in their windows. Ew. How rude is that? Yeah, that's somebody, somebody lives there. What if they're getting dressed or something? Right. Like, don't, don't do that. Yes. I did read an article that talked to a few of the neighbors. And that, I was happy to read that one because I've thought about that with the Christmas Story House. What did the neighbors really think? It was interesting to see with this one what the neighbors really thought. What the neighbors thought about what? About them having a movie there? Oh, uh, no, no, no. About all the visitors that they get. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, gu- I guess kind of both, actually. Yeah. So a longtime resident, she had been living there at filming time, and she said it was kind of inconvenient sometimes, but also cool. Like, oh, they're, bu- they're filming a movie here. Yeah. You know? She said during filming that her kid's bus route had to be rerouted. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had a few power outages because of all the equipment. Mm-hmm. She said her dog had an allergy to the fake snow that they used. Oh, the poor dog. Yeah, I know. But she did say that Macaulay Culkin would come visit her kids' pet rabbits, which I thought was really cute. Oh, that's adorable. Yes. And Daniel Stern, who plays Marv, she said he was so nice and he was always trying to include the kids and like uh, the scene where he steps on the glass, the, like the glass ornaments. Mm-hmm. He actually had rubber feet on and he was like going around and showing the kids, look at these rubber feet. That oh, I have that's so cool. I love hearing stuff like that about movies. I know. And then they said he bought some hot cocoa from the neighborhood kids, too. Oh, that's so because sweet. That's just so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since he's supposed to be like a bad guy in the movie. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Some other neighbors said that, yes, they get a ton of traffic, but they've kind of, for the most part, it's just part of living there. You know, they like it. They think it's kind of cool. But in 2020, they said it was the worst because of the pandemic. Nobody could go anywhere. So they're like, oh, let's just drive up to Chicago and Mm. go see the Home Alone house. Yeah. (laughs) So they said during 2020, they would have anywhere from 1,000 to 5,000 people come up on the weekends. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I would hate that. Uh, Yeah. The police had to end up making the street a one-way street for a period of time because there was just so much traffic. Yeah. I could not imagine that. That sucks. I would hate to live in that house. Yeah. That's really it. That's the history of it. Uh, There's a couple fun little facts here. In December of 2021, it was listed on Airbnb. Oh. You could stay for one night, and it was $25. $25? I know. It was redecorated to look just like the house. You got a cheese pizza all to yourself. No. <laughs> and some homemade mac and, or some microwave mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then they had, like, the paint cans hanging down. If you go on Airbnb, you can still look at it, but there's no availability. 
they had the paint cans hanging down, just things like that. That fun Why little is it only twenty five dollars? I don't know, and I couldn't find anybody that had actually stayed in it, so I'm not really sure. That doesn't sound real. What the purpose of that is? Yeah, that might be fake. It's on Airbnb. That's so weird. It's hosted by Buzz. Buzz. His <laughs> older brother. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, that's weird, but okay. Yeah. Lego did approve a Home Alone house. Oh, finally. You can buy the Lego Home Alone house. It sells for... Th- okay, I'll do it right now. <laughs> sells for $300. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it is almost 4,000 pieces. I bet Nathan would like it. No, Nathan would love it. Nathan is my... One of my sons. My brother. Yes, he would absolutely love it. Obsessed with Legos. So that's it. There's a little bit of a lighthearted holiday feel-good episode right before Christmas. I liked that. That was really cool. Oh, thanks. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I did forget to mention earlier our giveaway. Three people are going to win a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, a sticker, and some other fun goodies that we're going to throw in there for you. Just go on to one of our socials being... Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram. Post your favorite roadside attraction or unique destination. Tag us, and then we will randomly pick three of you to win some merch. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what everybody comes up with. Me too. Maybe give us some ideas. Yeah, that'll be fun. That will be fun. Do it. Do it now. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're running out of time. You only got till December 31st, and that's only two weeks away. Oh my god, December 31st, only two weeks away. And by the time that I post this, it will probably be like 10 days away. <laughs> I feel like I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> Very talented, Mom. Thank you, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. That's all I got for you. That was a good episode. Thanks. That was really fun. That was much, much more lighthearted. <laughs> a little bit. I can't guarantee that my next choice will be as lighthearted because it's not going to (laughs) be. Oh, okay. I'm excited for that. I have decided it's time to get out of the U.S. Oh. Because we've only done episodes in the U.S. and we've got listeners in other places. Yes, we have. And you know what? Earth's a big place, so. It is. That's a good idea. Time to fly somewhere else. Time to expand. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wish I could fly there, but. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so mine, which will be episode 10, will be somewhere outside the U.S. Cool. Yeah. Man, 10 episodes. Well, I wanted to get 10 before the end of the year, but I don't think that's going to happen because it's only two weeks away. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, when are are we recording Wednesday again? Yeah, we can. Okay. And then if we record the following Wednesday, maybe I can get 10. Maybe. Okay, challenge accepted, as Barney Stinson would say. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, cool. Yes. All right, dear. All right. This was fun. That's that. Yes. So until next time. Until next time. Do the thing. Keep. (laughs) Until next time, keep finding the thrill in the mysterious. Do it. Do it. Yep, do that. All right. Peace out. Bye.